Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you had a great weekend. Thank you to everyone who came out to the Parlor Live in Seattle to see me uh, do a bunch of shows in my hometown, man. Josh Adam Myers was up there. Avery Pearson was a lot of fun. Uh, Going to be posting some clips from those shows soon. Uh, so many tour dates also added. Uh, August, I'm coming to Chicago, Denver, um, Austin, uh, then Tahoe, Vegas, it's uh, I got a bunch of great tour dates coming up, so check AdamRayTV.com for all of those tour dates. Brad Williams uh, this week is in Cincinnati at the Funny Bone in Liberty Township, Ohio, uh, July 6th through July uh, 9th. So uh, go see Brad in Cincinnati at the Funny Bone, July 6th through the 9th. Tickets at BradWilliamsComedy.com and all my tour dates and info at AdamRayTV.com. I will be doing the goddamn Comedy Jam July 11th next week. Me, Nick Swartz, and Dane Cook, Bill Burr. It's going to be unbelievable. It's the three-year anniversary of the goddamn Comedy Jam. So uh, get your tickets. Uh, it's going to be at the Roxy in Los Angeles, 9 o'clock July 11th. It's going to be a blast. Um, today's episode, holy shit. Talk about uh, a fun get and somebody that uh, everybody knows because it's like the most popular show on the planet. We got Nick Vial. Uh, Vial. Vial? Shit. I think it's VL. Nick VL. No, it's VL. You know what? <laughs> Fuck. Nick, uh, The Bachelor. And Nick uh, was kind enough to uh, make some time. I met him when we did a segment for Extra. Me, him, Jason Drulo. Um, if you remember that clip, it was uh, a lot of fun. We basically did some questions and answers about uh, women. It was like, What Women Want was the name of the segment. And Nick and Drulo and I uh, all tried to... Uh, chime in with as much uh you know info and and expertise about women as we could it was pretty fun so he was cool as shit and and uh ran to him at the mtv movie awards and and said hey uh you know let's uh let's kick it come to a show come to the podcast and he uh he's very particular about that but he was uh kind enough to come hang out and was cool as shit such a fun episode man uh talked obviously a lot of bachelor stuff if you are a fan of the show or curious of the inner workings he he was very candid with a lot of info and uh and hilarious and just a, a good hang you know a, a, a good dude um so enjoy the hell out of this episode uh if you're a fan of the bachelor i'm sure you're gonna really enjoy it uh follow nick uh on twitter he's on twitter what is his twitter handle nick's twitter handle is uh at vial v-i-a-l-l nicholas 28 so follow him, hit him up, tell him how much you love the episode. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad, at ALN Podcast, at ALN Podcast on Instagram, Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Like I said, Brad is in Cincinnati this week. Uh, I'm in LA uh, doing shows next week. Uh, I'm still in Seattle right now, taking it easy. This Friday, we'll though be at the Neptune with Ron Funches. Um, so come out to the Neptune if you're in Seattle on Friday. Uh, and then again, all my tour dates, AdamRayTV.com. New merch store is coming, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, a new about last night podcast.com with all new merch 
and uh, and information and uh, and goodies. But in the meantime, go to aboutlastnightpodcast.com for all past episodes and your shirts and your hats. Bring them to the shows. We'll sign them, take pictures with you, and make sure you're subscribed on iTunes. Rate the podcast five stars on iTunes and comment on the iTunes page. Going to read some more of those comments on uh, Thursday's episode and uh, have some more Alien fans getting some free merch for your feedback. We appreciate it. We love it. You guys are the best. Now that we got the tour dates out of the way, the Twitter handles, the merch info, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the bachelor himself, Nick Vile. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. I'm going to get a whiskey for Nick. Brad, do you want anything? I mean, I think you should. I, I can't have two guys drinking and then me not. Yeah. So. Well, you can, but that's a, a weird move. Yeah, that's a weird move. So Dude, that still works, by the way. Before I get you a drink, I want to comment <laughs> on that. Like, I don't know what the equivalent is for gals, but like the don't be a pussy. pussy. First of all, peer pressure in general ain't going anywhere. I talk about this in my act. It's like literally everyone has a person that's good at tugging at the right heartstring or just that you have enough backstory with where they can be like, you know, like one of my best friends, like he'll even pull up like deep cuts where he's like, really, man, you're not going to take a 15th shot of Patron. Do you remember when I... You mean when I remembered your glove and T-ball? And I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. That's a fucking... <laughs> yeah, dude. You just got to find their insecurity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just And for Adam, it's T-ball. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. What is there an equivalent for girls... I don't know. Michelle, can you comment on this? Don't be a diva. Comment. Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, that was Michelle with her uh, hot take. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, well, I, I mean, you can probably comment on it from just being around so many gals. Like, you... I mean, talk about witnessing girl-on-girl girl just, you know, domination at its highest. You don't get to see a lot of that at The Bachelor. Really? Right, oh. Michelle, you had your chance. <laughs> yeah, she said... You're, uh, uh, you're a bit. You're a bit hidden a little bit. Yeah, right. When, when the when the women are around you, they're on their best behavior. Well, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but they 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 tone down the cattiness. Yeah, but yeah. then then you've seen you've seen both sides. You you've seen it when you were the bachelor, and then you've seen it when it's uh, when you were well, a contestant. The men, are, the men are really catty. Yeah, like that. That's what. Now, the Bachelor is one of those shows where are we recording or? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, so the be- the. The uh, <laughs> the uh, Bachelor's one of those shows where I think this happens to a lot of dudes where we we, we go like oh I'm I'm not gonna watch the Bachelor but then like a girl starts watching it or whatever like and then we start watching it and then we're in it like it's just that drama that like draws you in and is it even the drama sto- or storylines like, that's how I got on the show I was at you, my buddy's place here pull that up and hug there, having, there you go. A, having a beer. oh the mic yeah yeah just make sure you hug make sure you hug it yeah there you go it is um. And you, I, you know, I was familiar with the show. I was watching it in the background, and like she had it on my buddy's wife, and I was like, "What the fuck are you watching?" <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is most husbands across yeah, America. Yeah, when see and it. then next thing you know, like twenty minutes later, you're like t- just locked in. Uh, was there a moment? Do you remember where you were like, "What is this?" Well, like yeah. that got you? I think it more than anything. I, I well, having been on it, I I think what what why it's become so popular because it's become more and more mainstream yep. oh dude it's two it's two hours twice a week or is it uh, two hours on once season. a week once, once a week typically Bachelor in Paradise is a little different but yeah um, 
you know, my season of The Bachelor was the only network television to actually increase its fan base. Um, hey, uh, well, not, not yeah. to, all that, to you, and no, you're no, saying no, no. you are the, deserving of all the credit. The, the, fran- the franchise so keeps more and more popular, and I think it's because yeah. more than anything, it's it's just relatable because everyone dates, yeah. gay, straight, whatever, man or woman, everyone dates, and everyone has those moments. Like everyone has the swinger moment, you know? Yeah. You've seen swingers where John yeah. Favreau's the answering machine moment. Like yeah. whether you. Whether it's that crazy, someone ha- mm. everyone has some version of that. Totally, they, they've they they got to that point where like, what the fuck was I doing? Like, what was I? Oh thinking? yeah. And whether they want to admit it or not, they get to watch other people do those things, and I yes. think that's what makes them so popular, because they're always relating, whether they admit it or not. They're like they like to see people become their most vulnerable selves. Right oh, absolutely. And yeah. every every version is represented, yeah. right? I feel like. Yeah. And like no matter what, black, white, whatever, gay, straight, like everyone dates. Every single person. Like yeah. 100% of the people date. And yeah. like so you said, we've all done something stupid. Everyone. And we love seeing someone else do something stupid and go like, oh, okay, it's not just me. Yeah. Other people act dumb too when, when it comes it to dating. stays so popular. Yeah. What, what's well, the process of even getting, because I was on the show Blind Date twice, but as a joke. In college, I wore a wig and I went on trying to just fuck with the girls and, uh, and it was like a nightmare for them because they both got drunk and pulled my wig off. But um, like that, to me, I, I was like, oh, I want to go on as a joke. But like, when you saw the show, you were like, I, my I'm going to... My, yeah. my friend's wife, she signed me up. Oh, really? Did, yeah. did, did you no know? No. You had, you had no clue. Mm-hmm. Months so, later. I'll so what? You just get... Bears. So what? You, you just uh, get an email? You know, they called me one day. They're like, hey, this is Bachelor at ABC. Are you interested in being on the show? I was like, huh? What? <laughs> I was in San Francisco for a work conference. And I was like, not really. And mm-hmm. um, they're like, well, we'll be in Chicago. We'd love to meet you. I'm like, I mean, okay. What the hell did she put on your application that was so, like, yeah, that got their attention? Sentences. You know, I think it was my picture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, I'm, I, I got high cheekbones. I mean, uh, it your works love, out. His love for gummy bears. Yeah, I, sure. I think, you know, when it comes to the, I think it's a little bit different. when it, uh, For the Bachelorette to, to cast the men, they have to scout a little bit more. Because yeah. most guys don't sign up for it. I mean, there might be a handful, but mm-hmm. they, they'll have scouts and bars and, they get applications. Um, they'll hold, they'll hold open casting calls for the women because yep. they tend to get you know more women watch the show than men, even though men watch it, and mm-hmm. they get a little bit more applications for um, the Bachelor. Do yeah. they ask you crazy like get to know you questions? Not like, really. Yeah, they're pretty savvy. They they're good at reading people. They're good at they just want people who are willing to open up. They're willing to like talk. Yeah, and and be themselves and be themselves because yeah. as much as you know and you can comment or not comment but i mean like a hand like that round tv television has like an element of produced right like where they put, set up certain situations but i feel like what i've learned from the bachelor and bachelorette is that it's all pretty like organic no it's it's really is i mean they set up this, have all these criticisms about is it scripted is nah it, i feel like they're like yo you're that? riding elephants in shanghai <laughs> it's it's the it's a Situations are very much staged, but yeah. after that, it's very much not scripted. Yeah. And I yeah. would argue that's probably, you know, I don't know much. I don't have a lot of experience with other reality TV shows, but I've heard enough and I've met people who have been on them. Yeah. It's easily the most unscripted reality TV show on television. Hell yeah. Well, that and with all those contestants and all those dates and all that footage, I mean, 
people think that w- whatever they're seeing on TV, like that's all that happened. It's like yeah. those story editors, it's a fraction of, yeah, yeah are, are going through hours upon hours to try to construct some sort of narrative. So yeah, I I, I always say totally that, get it. Yeah, every single person on that show, because people talk about like good edits or bad edits. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say overall, every single person who's ever been on that show should be thankful for what the show decides not to air. Whoa. Well, think yeah, about it. Like, when you sure. have a camera on you 24-7, oh, they're I can't recording imagine. every tick. So, like, if you, you know, things obviously can be shown out of context. So, let's say you're picking your nose, right? Yeah. And if they show that, that's all they show, then you're the nose picker. Sure. Because things are, things are viewed in a silo, right? They're, yeah. Let's say so, you pick your nose three times a day, but when you edit together all those picks, <laughs> you know, the nose like picker, you for know, like so. oh, and then, and then Nick over there just wouldn't stop picking his nose, yeah, and then all so. you, you just cut together all 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 that stuff. But, then yeah, yeah, every single person has their pros and cons about them. They have sure. their weird ticks, and and so every single person should be happy about something along the line <laughs> yeah. that shit wasn't showed. And so yeah. sometimes you're the person where they might show more of the things you didn't want them to show and other people sure. are more fortunate that they show the things that you're like, oh, I'm glad they showed yeah. that. Were you pretty happy with the way you saw yourself portrayed? I mean, over the course, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I had my ups and downs. But. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anything's going to be perfect. No one's going to come out of that going like, you know what? They they got me. They totally did. They they, they try to st- they try to tell the story that happens. Yeah. yeah. Did, did anyone give you... Um, and by the way, we'll do about a few more minutes, and then we'll we'll move on and move do, do stuff. Yeah, but like, you know, we, there's a few. What Brad and I want to do is try to ask questions that maybe haven't been, because I'm sure the amount of press and like shit, like people would just. At all. But yeah. also, like, you name it, like the biggest celebs love that show. Like, there must have been people hitting you up, oh, yeah. or right. Mm-hmm. What were some of the craziest of those? Well, I mean, Kimmel would do these insane specials, and it's like, I mean. It actually got talked about on Kimmel, so this isn't news breaking. But uh, you know, I got I got to meet Brie Larson. She has a big viewing party, and uh, she, the best part about that is I didn't know that she was sneaking pictures of me at her house until what? she went on Kimmel and showed it <laughs> as if like she was finding Bigfoot. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was like, and it was funny because yeah, she's telling insane. the stories of like, I, you know, the bachelor came to my house and I was taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, you're 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 an Oscar winner. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. like you know, you should. Yeah, like, that, Bree wants you to come to. Like, would you go to Bree's viewing party? I'm like, yeah, I could probably make that work. Now, was there sure. anybody like Obama or like Ted Nugent, <laughs> like some complete opposite? I love how you go. With the- well, that's the thing. I mean, I you know, when I was in Dancing with the Stars, <clears throat> William Shatner. Uh, that's. I don't know if you heard about. The, like, it was. It made, heard about who William Shatner is. He, I it made don't this, know. It made this huge. <laughs> it was like all over the media is. for like two weeks because I'm on the, the premiere of Dancing with the Stars. He was trolling me on Twitter. <laughs> and out and of he, all out of, out of all the people in that cast, he was trying to get his entire following to like m- make sure I got eliminated from the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a bucket list thing. Well, yeah, and everyone kept asking me, "He's like, what are your thoughts on?" You know, I'm like. He knows who I am. Like, yeah, cool. Yeah, Great. yeah let's start with that amazing. and, and yeah. end with that. So yeah, I, I mean, was, you I think forget. it's moments like that where you a lot of Jennifer Aniston talks about it, or so I haven't got to, the pleasure of meeting a lot of these people, but just to know it's like someone well, right. knows I exist. It, 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 it's yeah, a strange dude. thing, whether it be you're on The Bachelor or you're doing stand up or you're or you're an artist or a musician, but you forget that. Other artists consume entertainment yeah. just like anybody else. I mean, Howard Stern was the coolest for me, just to, the chance to meet him. Huge. You met him? 
Yeah, well, I was doing a press tour in New York, and we were in this serious uh, building, and he found out I was there, and he's such a big fan of the show that he... That's right. He bumped Nick Cannon at the end of Nick Cannon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for, for 10 minutes. Well, I mean, we didn't totally know. bump him. Like, Nick was on it. Yeah, yeah we know how Wild and Out works. Uh, you know, it's no big deal. Well, for I, me, it was the coolest thing. I've been in that <laughs> yeah. studio just doing the wrap-up show, but then my buddy who works on it took me into the actual, and it's like, dude, I got chills being yeah, in there. Yeah, it's weird, because, you know... I so you sat up, on the couch and like... Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. Now, uh, you know, Robin was behind the, the glass. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it, she's like, really like you're a real person. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Stern, what was mind boggling to me is like the amount of almost like Minority Report style. The way he has like notes and the, his computer. I don't know if you got to see behind that, but like, dude, um, he has all his cues. I mean, the guys. Are, but he was so gracious and nice. What did he say to you that was the most like uh, that you walked away with being like, I can't believe. Well, I mean, you know. I'm familiar with Howard Stern. So yeah. I was going in, you know, as, as the bachelor, you have to protect the franchise. And, yeah. Uh, you know, so he asked me, uh, you know, I was expecting kind of a, at least one outlandish question. He yeah. asked me if I, have, if I have a chance to pleasure myself ever <laughs> while filming. And I, <laughs> That's I a great question. I, I, I respectfully... Um, <laughs> the fifth well i mean it's kind of diverted yeah well you know I mean, which is true you don't really have any time yeah you don't yeah it, that was it, gonna be my next question yeah it, like what do you have time for it's like 19 20 hour days wow so you're sleeping the rest of the time yeah if you can and also like for those people who haven't been on a set in general i don't know if you had up until that point but it's like a lot of waiting a lot of downtime right uh, on the other end, yes. Yeah. It's a lot of hurry up and waiting uh, as a as a cast member. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, the lead, the bachelor, the bachelorette, they have no time. No, because you're, you're, you're in everything. Always, you're in everything. You're now, how, like, do you think that now that you've been in this, like, when you eventually got through the process and you, you, you got picked as a contestant, first of all, were you kind of doing it to start as maybe, like, a goof or, like, hey, this will be fun, and then it, at, at some point it turned serious? No, I mean, you know, everyone is, is everyone's experience is different when they go on, so I can't mm -hmm. speak for everyone. But I, I like to think, and I think maybe things have changed a little bit with social media, and it's sure. you know the, so much like the right reasons rhetoric that gets thrown out there. Yep. Um, well, I mean, you had the guy coming on this season who tried to make his catchphrase "wabu." Yeah, I mean, it's it's gone a little <laughs> crazy. I think um, this guy's ridiculous, Adam. You'd yeah. love him. He so, he, he came on. Yet. He yeah. he gets out of the limo and one of the first things he does is goes waboom that's my thing whenever I, something cool happens I, mean, it was like I yell out waboom and yeah. he's like what okay so you're trying to get like a t-shirt that's what you're trying to do well, I think maybe so social yeah. media has made it more difficult I think yeah. just because you know people see it's like oh I can I get the followers and maybe if I get the followers I can do this yeah. and that and mm -hmm. But, you know, it, it blew up in the past couple of years. When I went on, I would like to think that I was probably the norm. And that is, you know, when I first went on, I made no secret even on the show, even to Andy, the first girl. I was like, you know, I didn't necessarily come for love in a sense, right? I came for the experience. Mm -hmm. You know, like I got offered this opportunity to go on this TV show that I knew nothing about. And it's sure. like, hey, you can travel the world and whatever. And then maybe you'll meet someone. So I went in. Like, this is a cool experience. And yeah. once you decide to go, I think the only sane thing to do is to say, well, I have to be open to the possibility of meeting this person, and yeah. maybe I'll like them. Yeah. You know, I don't know. So I think the only, and I think some people sometimes go in fixated on the love aspect, which is kind of crazy in itself. To like, right. You don't know this if that's person. your sole mission, your sole goal. Well, or, like, or I'm go going to find my in, wife. Well, you know? halfway in love to someone you've only seen on TV is bizarre. Right. right? So I think the only way to do it is to go for the experience and just be open to the possibility of yeah. something happening. Did anybody happen. give you advice? When you said your uh, buddies 
girl signed you up did you, i mean obviously you must have some girlfriends that are big fans that were like all right here's what to do don't give out a rose to a girl sure, who has always, like very it's, it's revealing things, cleavage but it's like it's it's funny because you can get all the advice you want from people who watch the show it's like don't be the villain or don't do this and i ended up being the villain in the first season yeah the uh um, the uh, andy season right yeah and yeah. Uh, but you just have like once you're in that world you're you're screwed in a sense either way because it's such a bubble yeah uh, mm-hmm. that you don't really know what's going on in a sense you only know, you know what's going on with you but yeah. you don't know what's going on sure all with so, all the with all the other guys you don't know how yeah. they're talking about you and you don't to necessarily tr- yeah. know how they're editing your story until yeah, it airs to try to play the game or whatever like that that was never me i think people try to do that but so mm-hmm. you're kept from them completely like your family and friends i mean and even the girls on the show um like, are you isolated? Like, as soon as some some moments done, are they like, all right, quarantined? I mean, like, you're never with the women off camera, right? Um, and friends and family too. Well, you're well, as the bachelor, you're always dating. Yeah, you're always on a date for the most part. What, so. is, what is that like, by the way? To go from, I mean, as a dude prior, like, how much dating were you doing? Well, it's not the same. I was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same when you're in Bali and there's dancing elephants around you, and then there's nine cameras like, in yeah. your face. It sounds more fun than it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, because that's something that, I mean, people say that they forget the cameras are there, but it's something you do. You, you, do, you do, I bet, after a while. I was surprised how quickly I did. Really? Um, even in my first first season of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just kind of like, all right, well, they're here. Uh, <laughs> favorite thing you got to do that maybe you were like, oh, man, like I don't think I would have ever done that. Like with stand-up comedy... Shit, man, I don't know if I would have ever gone to Minneapolis and gone to the Mall of America, but stand-up provided that opportunity, and I'm glad it did. Like, I like that that was your go-to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to a giant mall. <laughs> it was fucking cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's the Mall of America, it so was. it's very patriotic. <laughs> I mean, as far as, like, coolest moments uh, from the whole experience yeah. was would probably be um, having a giant billboard in Times Square of yourself. That was... Whoa. That was pretty cool. Yeah, just because you're... That's... You go I mean, there and you're just like, wow, that this is. Because like you've been to New, New York Year's before. Yeah. I was doing it's, New Year's New Year's, New, New Year's Eve, and you just kind of have this, like this moment of like that is really cool. And it's gonna be strange because I mean, for someone who's trying to become a musician or an actor or a comedian, like this is something that they've been dreaming about mm-hmm. and working towards for years and years and years. Like it's it's their passion, whatever. You didn't want to be on the show, like that. Your like it wasn't your drive, wasn't your goal. And then you just sort of became this reality, like reality star. It, it's that, a weird. It's a very unique world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Who were some of the craziest people that came out of the woodworks? Like old math <laughs> teachers that were like, "Hey, Nick, remember how you had trouble solving that Pythagorean you know, theorem?" Not as much as I thought. Yeah. You know, once in a while, like, and it's honestly, I don't even pay attention to it. I don't pay attention to it. I don't hear it as much as like my family at home. They probably get that sure. a lot. Where oh, dude, I'm that's yeah. Not, I'm sure. I mean, my mom hits me up yeah. when she's just like. You know, you remember Pam? I'm like, ma'am, mom, no. no, there's a lot of Pams in the world. Well, she saw the show, and she thinks you're great. Oh, cool. Yeah, so she wants to see if y'all come over and hang out with her next time you're in town. And it's like, Jesus Christ, there's a whole... They, I think family and friends care about that stuff way more than we do, because we're, we're yeah. living it, so it's... Well, I mean, I don't know where you guys grew up. I mean, I grew up in Wisconsin, you know. Oh, shit, really? Midwest kid, so... Mm-hmm. Orange County, Seattle. Yeah, so for me to come out here in L.A. or just be on TV in general, it's it's a pretty big deal. For Does like, anybody leave Wisconsin? Some, yeah. <laughs> Brett Favre? Favre. Yeah. Favre. <laughs> eventually. Um, eventually. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like this, you know, in Wisconsin, most of the time, you know, 
if you get stopped by the local news, sure. you tell your friends, you tell everyone. You know, right. it's like, dude, I'm on the five o'clock news. Yeah, I <laughs> tune in. I talked about I talked about the snowstorm. Yeah. That, 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 that was yeah. your claim that to was, fame before was then. Did like, you hear about yeah. that? Yeah. Did you hear about that fight at that Arby's last night? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to recognize a face when you see that story. <laughs> Wait, what was growing up in Wisconsin? I'm like? witness number three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, it's it a bad rap. I'm very. How so? Well, you know, I grew up in Milwaukee, so when you tell people, like, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you're like, they're like, oh, okay. Like, Miliwake? <laughs> Algonquin. <for them. laughs> dude. All right. My, Wayne's, Wayne's World 2 reference. Dude, strong. Milwaukee. Wayne's World 1. What? Mm. Yeah, dude. Come I thought on. it was two. No, the second, let's be honest, the second one had like a quarter of the quotable lines that yeah. the first one did. Oh, jeez. I thought, yeah, I thought Alice Cooper was in the second one. But Never I mean, mind. I love I'm that wrong. you would blend them together. I bet the writer of Wayne's World 2 is very flattered right now. <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, Milwaukee, I mean, when I think of Milwaukee, I think of... Um, I think of beer. When I think of beer, I think it's, of Robin Yount. It's a lot of fun in the summer. It's is like, it? It's a mini Chicago, right? It's, it's, it's a city that has, you know six to seven months of winter and the three to four months of summer everyone wants to have fun and it's yeah. like a carnival and they have a lot of festivals that, you know they have summer fest there's always something going on in the summer that, it's and a lot of fun. you got you got major sports teams so it's not like yeah, pe- it, and people love their sports there they're loyal to their community they know they know how to have a good time yeah what did you like what was um i don't know what were you like as a kid like were you fun kid at recess were you like a troublemaker were you like on the no, bus trying to finger was, chicks like was, what were you trying to do i was a bit of a rule follower <laughs> yeah when i grew up um growing up um, I played sports. I was just your yeah. typical kid. And what, was there any, like, what did you want to do? What, what was your dream job at that point? When I was a kid, I wanted yeah. to be a cartoonist for Disney. Dude, me too. Wow. I wanted to be an animator. No kidding. Would you, like, do like do yeah, was, doodles during yeah. classes and stuff yeah. like that? That was pretty, that was okay. Would you do doodles during yeah. classes? Yeah. Dude, have you ever seen... Or <laughs> I don't draw. Yeah. I figure everyone. Did you do doodles? Seth MacFarlane like always talks about for... like he's doing doodles. I mean, yeah. Yeah. doodles was his cousin. It's very, yeah. very inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, only yeah. alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there really is a. I mean, that I guess is how you would start off trying to do that, right? Just you probably had sketch pad after sketch yeah. pad of. No, just would sketch. What I, would you draw? Cartoon characters for Disney. Nice, yeah. based on friends or and teachers or. No, just like every time the Disney would come out of the movie, I'd like mm-hmm. draw those characters. Hell yeah, just try to mimic what they yeah. were doing. Yeah. Now, what got in the way of that? When did that dream die? <laughs> uh, in high school, my my art uh, my art teacher told me I should quit sports and focus on art, so I quit art. Focus. Oh wow, focus on sports. Oh shit, that was kind of. Yeah, you mean, know I, what? We're rebelling. I, I lost the passion a little bit, dude. Yeah, and, uh, there was that moment. Uh, 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 I was like, Adam. sports gets me girls. Art, art doesn't. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. Cartoon ca- <laughs> drawing yeah. goofy isn't getting me laid. It's not no. helping, bro. It's not helping. I mean, you know what? That That's a path, and that's it something that, that happened to all three of us at this table. You, what was it, basketball? to play? You quit basketball to play Danny Zuko in Greece? Football. Yeah, he played football to play Danny Zuko in Greece. Yeah. And uh, I quit the wrestling team to do theater. So it's like we went one way, you went the other, went the other. and now we're all back here at we're the all table. Back. We're all back. Ah, it's very poetic. It's really, <laughs> but you know what, too? Like being a cartoonist, that seems like such a solo lifestyle. Like just, I, I imagine just in the rain, like looking out the windowsill, like, you know, everybody hurts. Like as you're sketching like Disney Maybe, characters. Yeah. I mean, I, I had this this dream started at the third grade, so I right. don't think I had the perspective or the the wherewithal to. Well, yeah, then you start actually doing life. it, and yeah. you're like, "Oh wow, that that's hard." I just, it seemed like a really cool thing to make <laughs> cartoons come to life as yeah. a kid. So then, uh, and what were the, what were the shows that like uh, in, influenced you? With the cartoon shows, well, well all, the, all the Disney shows. Ironically, I watched um, on Netflix because I couldn't find anything else. Who framed Roger Rabbit last night? 
There you go. Which, Dude. Which was one of the movies. One, one of the best the, movies of all time. I mean, just the uh, concept of introducing real actors and cartoons blew my mind as a kid. Still blows yeah. my mind. And guess what, dude? First of all, tell me that it holds up. It does, right? It, it does. It does yeah. a pretty good job. Go, I enjoyed watching it. Go back and watch the making of. Talk about blowing your mind, dude. Like uh, the I'll, way that, I'll have to do that Bob Hoskins, who um, uh, plays Eddie Valiant, uh, you know, it, they basically, he acted along Charles Fleischer. They had like a, uh, a dummy, like a, a stuffed animal of Roger Rabbit. And they would like bend his like arm they had a guy basically like shaking him around in front of him and like you want to talk about that's hard a missed academy award uh <laughs> nomination yeah. bob hoskins should have won for that shit great sure job. i mean yeah you he acted along nothing uh, people with a stuffed animal being like yeah. acting acting normal in front of cameras yeah that's very hard but yeah. then acting acting with a fucking stuffed animal not easy not easy yeah. <laughs> are you um uh, do you when, when you get on Netflix? What do you do? You go to like the dark shit. Do you go to comedies. Obviously, there's so many comedy specials now. But like, I go to the new releases. Yeah, in the, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't do a deep dive. You're not like, let me like refresh my Gilmore Girls. Uh, yeah, I'm, it, yeah. My music collection. Like even when I look for restaurants, I'm kind of a creature of habit. Like I'm not the guy you go to ask to like what's what's the best restaurant. This <laughs> yeah, time. you're like I'm, uh, I'm McDonald's. It's pretty good. Uh, no, well, I don't do that. But like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Not with those abs. What? <laughs> did, did, did I just say that out loud? Yeah, you did. Damn it! You have that effect on people. <laughs> God. I don't eat that. Yeah. What is your What is your regimen? I'm sure people and Brad and I are wondering. What's that? A lot of Chipotle. For real. Yeah. Wow. Sure. Why aren't they picking you up as a sponsor? I, I didn't even. I, I didn't. I wasn't even phased when they had their E. coli problem. I was like, well, shorter line. <laughs> you ate through. <laughs> You ate through the E. coli. Yeah. I gave zero fucks. It's like, well, it's a, I'm sure E. coli would be a great diet. You know, you'd lose yeah. a lot. You, you'd lose a lot of weight. That is... So uh, come, come, like, all right. Chipotle. That's it, true love, by the way, to just be like, there's a chance I, I could die. I no guac, yeah. no sour cream. It's just... Is that where people r- go wrong? I don't know. <laughs> trying to get the, the scoop on. They also have, like, the best iced tea. And if you mix it with the lemonade, it's one of the best Arnold Palmer's you can make. What? Yeah. Do they know this? I don't know, but it's my See, passion. See, cho- Chipotle has to hire you as a spokesman. I can see the ads already. Just you know, will you accept this burrito? They started and then, doing commercials. Yeah, they like, did. You know, Our buddy Roy uh, Roy Scoville is in one where he's playing the piano. And uh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, but yeah. I, uh, oh, yeah, I think they they're one of those companies that's been around and dominating uh, just the food culture. That it's almost like they don't. They're like, well, they people well, know about us. Starbucks never did for years. Yeah, and now they. they what do they have commercials now for? But now it's when they're like, hey, now we have like. You know music labels, and you're like, "What?" You're like, "Yeah, fucking Tracy Chapman is putting out a new Starbucks record." You're like, "No, thanks." I'm not a big Starbucks fan. D- uh, does really? anyone? Your mom, pot coffee guy. Yeah, there you go. Where in Wisconsin was your spot? Good man. Uh, I don't know. I liked anything local. Yeah. Unless Starbucks wants to sponsor this podcast, in which case, how no. dare you? No. <laughs> Guess what? They will not. You know why? Because that? Howard Schultz, the creator of Starbucks, yeah. who owned my Seattle Supersonics, yeah. and so conveniently sold them to Oklahoma City to make a oh, profit. Oh, dick. Yeah, dude. What a big dick. Now I don't have a basketball team. Now people are like, hey, you still got the Seattle Storm, the WNBA team. And I'm like, and again, you know what? I've never. Oklahoma City, but how is. Man, who would have thought that? Dude, nobody thought it. Trust me, it's one of the saddest sports days of my life. And uh, it's like, I get it when, like, Milwaukee loses a baseball team to Atlanta. It's like, okay. Atlanta. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but that. You yeah, but, from Seattle. But, but, that, but yeah, but that was back in, like, the 40s or something, right? Like, But even still. Yeah. You know? What would happen if the time. Packers left? They're oh, winning. They, they can't. They're, they're not. locally owned. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, but they can't. Yeah, but, but they but, can't. But, not but, possible. But, we can't but have what? a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but what if? No, now like no basically no, telling no you don't yeah. even put yourself there. Huh? Telling someone from Wisconsin, what if the Packers left? Is like, hey, p- 
picture your 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 dad fucking died? your grandma right now, and you're like, what? Why are you doing that? That's never gonna happen. Never but, gonna happen. But picture it. Okay. But it's never. But picture okay. it. Okay. Well, like, that's the same. That's the same thing. Fuck a goat, or everyone think you fuck it. Like, <laughs> it's not possible. Okay. Okay. So follow up question: <laughs> What if Trump came out and was like, okay, so the travel ban also includes Muslims, uh, Muslims, Pakistanis, and Gouda cheese. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Oh, cheeses. We're getting rid of cheese. I'm, I'm actually not a huge cheese fan. Oh shit! Yeah. Like I, I mean, like so, I like cheese. I mean, I don't. I so like are you cheese. allowed back in the state or? Well, I like cheese just <laughs> fine, but I don't like it to the absurd amount that a lot of people from Wisconsin like. Do it. they really? That's not a stereotype, like, huh? Cheese is like a garnish for me. Like I like light on the cheese on some pizzas. Sometimes they get a little nuts <laughs> and cheese curds. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got. You guys don't know. No, we don't. No, know. I've fry I've, I've been made aware. No, fried cheese curds is very much a thing. Now, do 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 people ever see you in a Chipotle and like they recognize you? It's like the bachelor eats Chipotle. It's like yeah, yeah. all the time. Yeah, but I don't really change my routine because of that. What is your routine like? What's I don't know. Just kind of. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like because you don't just wake up and go, and I look like this. <laughs> Like, clearly, like, look, I got a Stairmaster in my apartment. Like, yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, the Bachelor said we're pretty good looking. I'll take it. Well, I mean, like. That's going to go on my grave. I mean, there should be a Dwarf Bachelor. I'm just throwing that out there. There should be, and maybe you can eat pizza. There was. You're actually really hot. (laughs) There was a Dwarf Bachelor. You're going to put me on the spot. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm looking right at you. I mean, we, we need to get Dwarf Bachelor going. There, 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 there was. There, How there, there was not. There, there, there was. It was a small. It, it was like a side series. It was called the Littlest Groom, oh and they and they actually asked me to do it, <laughs> and I turned it down because I was like, "That's, that's, a, that's no. not the best title." No, no, it's not. I mean, uh, little shot at love. Try a little love. Oh my God, you S- thought about alternative title. Small no. love. I don't know. There's so there, there, there's so many others. Little man, big heart. <laughs> I love it. Oh my! Come God. on, man. Bring the thing back. So. My uh, caption game is strong. Exactly. Is so, it really? Yeah. Are you good at like trivia games and like Cards Against Humanity and shit like that? I'm pretty good at you Cards see, Against Humanity. I was going to say, yeah. you seem like you got it on lockdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to read the people. You, know? <laughs> you do. You Dude, board game or game nights are all about reading the room. You got to play your partner. Yeah, you got to read the room. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what, um, uh, when you lived in Chicago, you were, wait, grew up in Wisconsin, then? Yeah, moved to Chicago. Sold so, software. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What did you... Yeah. I worked for a company called salesforce.com. Great job. Really? Right. Amazing. Yeah, I got really lucky. Um, basically, nothing. none of it really happened if I didn't get their support. And it was kind of one of those things. When I, they first asked me to do the show, my response to The Bachelor was, listen, I mean, I'm here because this is interesting mm-hmm. in the sense that like, I've just never even been a part of a casting process. So I'm literally just here for the food, you know, kind they of thing. They probably <laughs> loved that, that you were so no fucks given, you know? And... Uh, you know, like, listen, I got this great job. I just got promoted. I'm not going to quit my job. And they're like, well, do you think your job would let you take a leave? I'm like, well, I don't know. I haven't asked because mm-hmm. I don't know how serious this is. Yeah. That was kind of the approach I took. And as I went through the casting process, I got the sense that they, I thought the show was going to ask me. And, you know, I, I became more and more curious about it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. there were some people at work who were kind of high up and who were also friends and I trusted. And so I just kind of threw it. You know, I'm like, hey, listen, like, I got there's this thing going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because if you they're told... like, are you serious? You have to fucking do it. Like, yeah. Okay, you know, I was great. like, are you really? And they're like, oh yeah, you're going. You know, and so wow. they were really supportive. And amazing. You know, every time I went back, they, you know, in essence, kind of gave me an open door to come back if if it was the right fit. And 
um, I still have great relationships with them to this day. And so, I, you know, I don't at this point don't see myself going back, but they've been so supportive and, you know, just they encourage me to, you know, tr- take risks knowing that if, mm-hmm. if you ever wanted to come back, you could always do it. I was really, really lucky. Yeah. Having that blind support in anything yeah. is kind of like you think about the amount of people that didn't get to do something because like a job or family yeah. members said like, I don't know about that and gave you an, it like planted enough of a doubt seed to, sure. for you to go. Oh, that's going to grow up. If you plant, like, people that plant that doubt seed, I'm onto something, and it grows into an insecurity tree <laughs> yeah. that you end up slitting your wrist underneath. I, uh, sure. Wow. It started off a Shel Silverstein poem, ended up a Stephen King novel. Hey, dude. Well, I mean, you know, after the Bachelorette, I came out to LA and I was kind of, you know, I was trying some stuff out in, in entertainment. And how many people in their mid 30s had the would have a chance to do that with an established career knowing that they basically had a, a six-figure backup plan not a lot of people are lucky enough to have that and wow yeah and not that it's a backup it was it's a it's a great job well and i was gonna say because now you've done and for, for forgive me if i missed something you've done uh two seasons of the bachelorette mm-hmm. you were the bachelor you did a bachelor in paradise mm-hmm. so is there going dancing is, with the stars da- yeah thank you're you great on da- that. dancing with the stars nice. now is, yeah. is there is there a plan now to like or or is entertainment just the next thing or is there a plan of like okay now go and have a quote unquote normal job well i i've i've used this opportunity this platform you know right before i was asked to be the bachelor i, I started a, a men's grooming company called the polish gent with a couple other guys nice and um so i'm doing that and mm-hmm. that's we launched that in, in may and it's still really new and there's it's going really well i mean it's it's interesting launching your own business uh, we'll plug know, it tell people i mean tell people it's the polish gent it's polishgent.com it's it's men's grooming products mostly we're f- focused on skin right now we'll have mm-hmm. some we'll have hair products too but this the, the skin seems to be doing really well so we're focusing on hell that. yeah and uh yeah dudes it's it's, uh, it's interesting because like you know that that's taking up some time but obviously i have other partners who uh, are doing a lot of the grunt work and so i'm lucky there and so yeah, I'm kind of in this after uh, after doing all these shows. You know, again, I'm very fortunate that you know, this this opportunity has kind of opened some doors for me. Yeah, and I'm kind of um, you know seeing where it goes, and we'll, we'll go from there. Do you find yourself um, just being out in LA, especially from Wisconsin? Like, I mean, I know I can speak for Brad and myself. Like, of once you get up here and you get in the mix, like, and you start to get not only just a little bit of success, but like get your feet wet and get immersed in the culture where it's like exciting and you get like a rush of like, oh man, I want to do all sure. the cool shit. Yeah, I mean, and I, you know, I was lucky enough to come out here in my mid-30s, so, and I had 10 years of corporate America work experience which kind of kept me grounded and yeah. when I came out here, I just treated it like a job. Yeah, You know, right. and so I, w- I learned and I was very lucky that, as we talked about earlier, there's a lot of people in LA who are huge Bachelor fans and so it gives yeah. you a lot of access I'd say 95% people. of this fucking <laughs> city and so I just kind of took the approach that I'm lucky enough to have a lot of access and I don't necessarily have credibility but the the, the other parts just kind of up to me to build but well, most and people I don't mean, have access so yeah. I'm pretty lucky the, that way yeah. 90% of getting gigs in this town is just yeah. getting a foot in the door it's, sure. it, it's just being able to get that meeting so I'm get really that lucky that way sure. that I I've been able to meet a lot of cool people and, yeah. and make friends and, and mentors and et cetera, and, and we'll see where it goes. Now, is it strange having uh, your fiance now? Like, uh, like strangers can comment on your relationship. They have strong opinions. Yeah, on on, on your relationship. I've been lucky. Yeah, um, in the sense that um, I was very lucky to be the villain my first season. Okay, and what I mean by that is that, I mean, you know, I. The Bachelor or the Bachelorette experience has, maybe in some room, in some ways, 
hasn't done people very well in yeah. terms of how their life has turned out and, and their perspective. Sure. And I, but I, I, don't, I don't blame the show. The I recent blame... scandals is another example of that. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. But I won't ask you too much yeah. about that. But, that, yeah. but I, what I mean by that is like... I talk, would. Talk, so, talk, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Talking about earlier is like there's... You and you made it. You know, people come come to LA, and if they want to be an actor or a singer or a comedian, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing a lot of to make the, anyone who's made it put in the work. In the right. sense that they, th- it didn't happen overnight for right. the most part. And you go on reality TV, and you go on a show like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, which is wildly popular. And overnight, you become. Yeah, quote unquote famous. Overnight, recognizable dude. at least. Yep, right. that's um, famous for some of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a billboard in Times Square, you're fucking famous. Yeah, but even <laughs> if, but even the people who like are just cast members, and I think people who go on the show have a combination of of thinking they're going to be famous, and right. s- and then it doesn't happen because most people who go on the show aren't remembered past. Well, like, yeah, you could oh, look yeah. at the track record. How many seasons have there been, and then yeah. how many people do you remember? And then the people who do get a little bit of love. You know, mm-hmm. and they're like they'll finish fi- fifth or sixth or something like that, and they'll you know they'll be considered a quote unquote fan favorite in a sense. And yeah. Now that with things like social media, you know, every, you you can really if you believe the bullshit on social because the, my whole thinking is you're no one really knows you on social media, so you can't believe the good and you can't believe the bad. Yeah. Right. If but if you believe the good, then you have to believe the bad in a sense you're that right. if if you're reading all your comments and everyone for the most part is like you are amazing heart emoji eyes you're the you're the best ever and then the one comment you're like you're a fucking asshole i hate you it like will destroy people because yeah. they've spent a half hour reading 99 positive comments yeah. and then they're yeah. trying to prove the one person well and that's yeah that happens in all walks of entertainment yeah. and like, so you we focus on the one person the yeah. audience not laughing like but an idiot. if you're lucky enough to get a lot of heat <laughs> Yeah. Before you get any love, it really kind of gets puts things in perspective, and you realize, even to deal with the criticisms, you're like you don't, they don't know you. And because on Andy's season, I was considered the villain, but I was also one of the more recognizable people from that season. So yeah. when I would go into the bars in Chicago, I got plenty of attention. And yes. it was great, you know. Yeah, like no a, one comes up to you in person and says anything mean. They're all like, "I fucking love you. You're the, my right. favorite." And maybe, maybe they only said it to your face. They're not going to do the YouTube comments and yeah. say like, "You're fucking asshole." And like, so that just more than anything gave me perspective on yeah. like, who cares what social media thinks. And so um, you know, now as, as my arc and my story kind of, oh, I got more and more popular. Then I became the Bachelor, and certainly comments are probably more positive than negative. Mm-hmm. And then once you reach a certain level, you're just getting positive and negative. I just don't even read it. I don't care. Dude, I don't, good on, I don't respond. Good on yeah. you, by the way. And I don't know if you had like an, a mentor or somebody tell you that, but like that to me, I feel like is such a is a kryptonite for people in this business where it's like, you know, we both know comics that like can't help but be influenced by like, and they read every. Like, but you gotta you, uh, you gotta understand social media. Totally. And that, that's mm-hmm. there are people. Well, first of all, when you think about it, like. Anyone who takes the time to comment is either A, your friend, or B, someone who doesn't have anything going on. Yeah. <laughs> and right. if they and, and people on social media inherently are usually are motivated, unfortunately, by saying something nasty. Because it's not to your face. Yeah. So and they so, can hide behind a, whatever and then, avatar. Cheetos, and then understand yeah, then, there, then there are people who and then there's literally machines, literally, that are just meant to troll people. Like that's what yeah. they do. It's yep. it's not. It doesn't make. It's like if you read the comments that well, they don't even make sense. Like this doesn't even make sense. Like why are they saying this about me? Yeah, 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 You're yeah, like yeah. well because it's someone just making it up. Yeah, they're, yeah. You know, it's they're trying to they're, elicit a response. Exactly. And someone we you start, all know about your third nipple. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, I don't. And then you're like you're taking a picture of your chest, yeah. proving <laughs> that you don't have a third nipple. 
Um, uh, and then, you just got it's it's gaining some perspective and yeah. just recognizing that. And again, like being vilified or being the villain on Andy's season gave me that perspective to know that. Uh, the comments I saw on the internet didn't necessarily reflect the experience I yeah. had in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... So you're able to kind of set that aside and not pay attention to every single yeah, person. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I've never read stuff yeah. and yeah. Sure. gone it's down impo- that hill, but like you, it's impossible not you have those to. moments. And I honestly, the thing I want to recognize is that uh, I would, when I would catch myself, it wouldn't be reading negative stuff. It would be reading, reading positive stuff. It's like you're reading mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, all this positive stuff. And you're like, I'm getting a lot of false validation in the sense that you realize that like these these as much as you appreciate the good comments also don't know you right yeah. and the same way with the negative comments yeah i mean thing. no one no one's as good or for the most mm-hmm. part there's some exceptions but no one's as good or as bad as they might come across on in that sh- on that show you know sure. what too like i uh dealt with that a little bit when we so when you and i met it was on uh, extra for a segment where it was it was you me and uh, our best friend jason drulo yeah <laughs> he, was, he was cool as shit, right? He was saying, like, I mean, again, I was, I was on Bachelor in Paradise. So you're always kind of protective of, like, the show, yeah. the middle of America watching. Yeah, Jason's sure. just like, I'm like, I, I, could, I, I don't have the balls to say that. But yeah. Like, good, for, good on you, man. <laughs> but you know like, what, dude? Like, I was there for comedic effect. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and I felt like, you know, and I remember even, like, giving you a fist bump at the end. Because, you know, I, like, you know, joked on you a few times on a couple of your responses. But I could also tell you were being, like, very, like, protective of what, I would say almost out of, I mean, for sure, out of, like, me versus you, but even with Derulo there, like, what you were saying and, and the show and everything, like, being so, um, you know, influential on, like, what you were saying. So I could tell you were being a little guarded, too, in, in your responses. Ba- Bachelor Nation is very, very loyal and very opinionated. And so as a yeah. comic, I was like, well, then I'm going to make fun of him. Yeah. And then, but then afterwards, you know, and I'll give you a bump. And, and also, too, I could tell right away, I was like, oh, this guy's fucking chill. He's just like, you know, he's got to play the game a little bit right now. But afterwards, people were commenting on some of the videos being like, what a fucking douche, like saying that. And I would like get oh, on being you? like, well, commenting on the video. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, like, actually really chill and this and that. And being like, but again, it's like people that just don't, they're seeing one side of it. Yeah. And, uh, but even that, I was like, oh, I've, like that was. I haven't gotten a huge taste of the internet trolling yet. Um, here and there, I'm like, there's certain things when you post a video or a stand-up clip or whatnot. But like, and you know, that's our world where not everyone's going to be comedy is subjective. But like, all entertainment is subjective. But um, I guess what I'm asking is, um, do you uh, do you find that dating has become tougher? Well, I mean, I'm not. He's not dating. Not dating. But yeah. before, I mean, I will say. No, but I mean, like, in general. Yeah. Um, well, I think for 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 dudes that that watch the show get like an inflated being, sense like, of getting philosophical and stuff. Yeah. I think it, this day and age has become uh, more difficult dating just paralysis of choice. Yeah, right. Like access to more and more people, and then it's all this superficial stuff with like social media. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm 36, so I don't. How old are you guys? 35, 33. Yeah, so you, you are my age, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. when we were dating in our 20s, we didn't have MySpace. Isn't that even, crazy? You know? Like, yeah, you didn't have... I remember when MySpace yeah. came out in like my mid-20s. I'm like, shit, man, if this was when I was in college, like, this would have been over. Like, I would have been... And, and, and now yeah. and now something like Tinder comes out and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. So when my date goes to the bathroom, I could literally take out my Keep phone going, and then you know? get five more dates There's that week. so much more access. You really had to grind it out back yeah. in the day. And when you grew up in Milwaukee, I mean, you're really 
really grinding it out. You know? Right. So like, yeah, what's the move in Milwaukee? Actually, Milwaukee has some beautiful women. There's just not a lot of people. So but I mean, like, how's your, is you just like, you know, hey, you know, Darlene, I saw you at the Haystack. So that's the thing. It's yeah. not It's not. They don't hickey. have a Tennessee accent. <laughs> yeah. This is. It's not hickey. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. very Kansas. metropolitan. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, so, and that's the thing is like, I, like, you, I think dating has become harder and harder just because we've become more of a selfish society. We've, be, we've become more um, impulsive. We have so many, many distractions and choices. Yeah, yeah. You start dating someone and they, maybe some girl slides into your DM or something <laughs> and you're like, wow, she's really good looking. But maybe for all you know, she's photoshopped the crap out of her picture. I yep. don't know. Like, yeah. So there's so many things like that. I think uh, it becomes well, it, harder it, to focus on, on the things that are important. I know that like when the, when the Bachelor first started, everyone's like, what? You're going to like find love on a reality show? Like That's insane. But now, it is insane. when you look at the way people are finding love like outside like people are finding love on apps people are finding love on Craigslist like people are finding love on insane ways where you're like okay maybe a reality show doesn't seem so crazy anymore well I mean listen dating meeting the bachelor isn't crazy and there's no like pretending it's not right Mm -hmm. but to your point it's it's just another crazy way people are meeting and it's and it's and a lot of relationships haven't worked in bachelor world some have but also Mm -hmm. most relationships in the real world don't work you know like (laughs) <laughs> the majority of like I always say like if if you're really lucky mm-hmm. every single person will only meet at maximum one person that they have a relationship with that doesn't fail yeah in their entire life that's <sighs> like a max yeah, yeah, yeah one yeah. And, and so that, most and people that, like will never have yeah. that experience where they have a relationship that never fails right yeah it's pretty so like it's you know insane. I don't get to, to put that in perspective, then you're like, well, you know, it could work. And if it doesn't, it, you know. Hell, they had the, they had that stat come out not too long ago where it was like uh, arranged marriages have a higher rate of success than, uh, quote, unquote, like free choice marriages. Like they're, they're, there's a higher rate of success when your parents just go that one. Well, I'm guessing it's a lot insane. of it has to yeah. do with cultural yeah. things. And, and listen, we, again, we live in a society where divorce is an accepted thing. You know? Right. Like there's, it's, there's like... It's like till death do you part, or or you know, or like, if she burns the mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, but when our when our parents got married, it was like you, we're, we're in it, in it to know? win it. Yeah, uh, we're done. They should make so, people say I'm in it to win it when they get married. Yeah. And so I think it's a lot of that. So to that point, like if you're if you're crazy enough to have your parents set you up with a stranger, you probably are afraid to get divorced. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because then you're disappointing your parents. You're you might get your head cut off. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're basically telling your parents like ah. You, fucking blew that one there's also so many fucking ways to meet people now which i think anytime i hear somebody that tells me like oh we met on bumble and like him we're and that's how we're and they're married and they like get a little bashful i'm like why are you like ashamed like you found there's someone. so much bullshit and like the fact that there's a way to like speed up the process i mean look well, i'm I still lo- a big advocate of meeting someone organically totally if you can but, but I, I love the people who are like i've never online dated and yeah. then like you look in their phone they have four dating apps yeah, yeah dude. it's like shut up we all do it hell uh i've said this on stage i met my fiance on a fucking dating app that's designed for people trying to have threesomes okay like that's <laughs> you know that's how i met mine yeah. so i mean but, yeah between your fiance and on a, on a reality show and mine on a threesome app, we're kind. Of, There's we're probably not too far apart. Basically the same. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you had you 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 had 27 women trying to date you. 30. I had two. So By the way, 30, there's yeah, probably there an go. app out there where it's like for people who are you know obsessed with the Bachelor. Like, there's probably, probably an is. app or dating app for 
every if farmersonly.com can be a national <laughs> dude when i saw that commercial i was like holy shit i kind of want to go on it just to see what that farm life was like hey man you, you don't have to be lonely yeah. is that their slogan at farmersonly.com you know <laughs> oh that's right you don't have to be lonely right uh, what is the black people meet uh theme song i'm not gonna touch that one adam <laughs> you know what, brad it didn't have to be a racial thing and you made it one J-Date is probably just like, eh, what else are you doing? Uh, I have a friend who is an obsessed Bachelor fan, and I reached out to her to help me with information about you, and she demanded that I ask you one question. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> By the way, this moment has happened so much in your life at a Quiznos oh, or the gym or a bowling alley. Or well, a I, swingers party, and I mean, okay, yeah, I kind of brought it on myself. I've I've had such a unique experience in that world, probably one that will never be replicated with the, yeah. some of the chances I took and, and things like that. Sure. So I've I've been on all sides of it, so I get all, all the questions. <laughs> yeah. Her uh, question is: There's a picture circulating on the internet of you and your fiance at a grocery store, and she was carrying all the shopping bags, and you were on your phone. I am glad you <laughs> asked that question. Her big Brad quip, Williams with the Katie Couric question. Her of big the day. quip is: So you don't like carrying shopping bags? <laughs> Thank you for bringing this up. I've actually, first of all, haven't been asked this question. Great. Yes. Yes. Brad That's Williams right. for the win. And I'm really going to take this opportunity to clear the air. Yes. <laughs> Finally, that's what this podcast is for, man. Uh, clear the beef. This was shortly after we were public with our engagement, and um, yeah, we went grocery shopping. And mm-hmm. I was stars on, are just like us. I was on dan- <laughs> I was on Dancing with the Stars at the time. I just got done with rehearsal, and I didn't really like the paparazzi will go to every single like dance studio. Is that annoying? So it can be, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if I'm supposed to embrace it, but I kind of started like trying to ignore them. Or hide, and so I thought I uh, got away from this one paparazzi, <laughs> and he apparently followed us. That's to a the, great uh, picture, man. Because yeah, dude, star. you should for sure have a bag. So, <laughs> no, because I didn't think I thought it was like a bag full of like Q-tips and like fruit by the foot. No, no, but it it's looks two, like there's it's, it's two full. Like there's bags. a case of beer and six jugs of milk in one bag. <laughs> no, and like I love how my hands are just like yeah, dude. they're almost saying, "Look, I got nothing." <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like you're bragging. Yeah. Okay, so. This one paparazzi. Long let story you go. short, so we I, I thought we avoided this paparazzi. Yeah. Apparently mm-hmm. we did not. We go to the grocery store. We go grocery shopping. I buy the groceries, my, mm-hmm. mind you. Yeah. So, hey, there you go. By the way, a noted detail. Yeah. You know, just not a just just yeah. Throw that out there. Yeah. And you know, Vanessa is a strong, independent woman who likes to like challenge herself. She's very competitive, mm-hmm. and so. I'm like, hey, babe, at least like, let me carry the groceries. She's like, she's like, no. I'm like, well, let me carry at least one of the groceries. She's like, no, I got this. I haven't worked out today. And literally, and like, I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. What are yeah. you going to do? Rip the food she's out of her She's a woman. She's capable of going yes. the groceries. I, I, I tried to be chivalrous and asked, and she's like, no, I want to carry the groceries. Yeah. And my fucking luck, <laughs> a paparazzi standing out there, <laughs> which we, I didn't know, with right. like he, you know, from like his car. Yeah, because if you would have known, you would have been like, babe, give me one of the bags right all now. Over the fucking, that is a true, that is a true story where I literally asked, and I was the next day it came out, and I was like, you should have fucking let me carry the bag of groceries, like, and she's like laughing at me and just like, oh my she like God. she she enjoyed it a little bit. So. Yeah, well, well, that's the thing is like. There, there, there's so many. You have so many fights once you get into w- w- once you get engaged. Like, really, that's the hill you're gonna die on. The let me take a bag of groceries. No, 
Take okay, you want to take the bag? Take the bag. Like fine, yeah, it's fine. Right. Also, what a Get great your pumps in, you know? Like, yeah, sure. Do some pumps. curls on the way of the car. Who cares? I just couldn't like the one time I don't carry the groceries. <laughs> but also, you did the right thing, man. It's like yeah, like you know, being in a relationship is all about compromise. And like, what are you gonna do? Get in a fight in the grocery store? Being like, I'm a dude. Let me carry the bags. Yeah, like yeah. a dude. You go no. Like, She's a capable woman. Yeah. And like I asked, and she wanted to carry. So I was like, like okay, yeah. fine. <laughs> See, and th- and that's the thing where now was that. No, I, I, I guess you're on the show, but like that's just an example of uh, things like take, the, yeah, the, things one, moment, con- one, one moment, one tiny out of context, moment, yeah. out of context, and then well, also like we yeah. went to <laughs> we went to Montreal where she's from. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice! And uh, when we landed, you know, Montreal doesn't get a lot of celebrities, I guess. Sure, so they, it's like the Canadians and I people hate using that, that word, but like you know, we yeah. Pe- so there was this one paparazzi. You're on a TV show that's watched by like 40 million people. Like, you're a celebrity. We, we showed up, and there's this one paparazzi. There's this one guy greeted me at the airport. Kind of a creepy looking guy. He's like, hey, can I have a selfie? I'm like, oh, sure. Next, apparently, he's a paparazzi. He follows us to our hotel. Oof. And dude was like stalking us. Like, the for, like we would he would just stalk us. And like yeah. most paparazzi in LA or New York will come. They'll take their picture, and then they'll be like, all right, thanks. And they'll leave. This guy mm-hmm. was just following us. And Jeez. so I tried to went to go talk to him. Hey man, like you got your pictures? Like, is it cool? Like, you just wouldn't go away. Yeah, you trying to hang out? Like, what are you doing? So, like a couple days into it, like we're trying to like leave this guy. And the Montreal police police are not helpful. Can, mm-hmm. No, if any Canadian police are listening to this, I apologize. <laughs> uh, they're useless. called they're called Mounties. You, they're useless. <laughs> they're like they're afraid. They're, they're afraid of get, like they literally wouldn't talk to the guy because they didn't want to break the rules and like get in trouble. What? Wow! It's like you're the cops. That's, you so obviously we, don't know American cops. The, they, we go. Yeah, they the thrive mall. on that. Yeah, we go to the mall and yeah. we're, we're. I think we're at David's Tea getting a. a, a t- tasty beverage sure and right as we're we're in line vanessa looks up and above like in level two she's like there he is like he followed us into the mall and he was no. like behind the wall taking pictures Jeez. and then the pictures come out and there vanessa is looking at me with like this like oh just like kind scowl. of a bitchy face yeah and yeah, it looks yeah. like she's like yelling at me but he, all she's doing is literally in the moment she's like oh my god it's him like and so yeah. to that point like she kind of looked a little bitchy but all she was he didn't yeah. Photoshop shopping bags in her hands, did he? No, it would have been the worst. Wait, so the guy hired her, hired him to. <laughs> yeah, I got even. Yeah. No, but yes, things can definitely be taken out of context. Wow. Dude, that is that's yeah. restraining order uh, order worthy, right? When you not in Canada, apparently. Jeez, like, have you looked up laws like that to be like, okay, when when can I hit a guy? <laughs> like, because yeah, that would be unfortunately, I don't think ever. Yeah, you know. dude, I feel like that would like if if I ever get to that level, man, like I. When I hear about like Alec Baldwin or, or Johnny Depp, but that's or whoever, what they're trying to do. Like that, I, I know. I, How do you? And I hate res- to say resist? that I can relate to those people, but in the in the you can d- during the heat of the Bachelor, it's you know they they follow you around and sure. it can get uncomfortable at times. Um, Did you have to? Is it to the point to where like they're outside of your residence as soon as you? Leave? I will say in LA for the most part they're pretty. They're actually pretty cool guys. Yeah, they're just mm-hmm. trying to do a job, you know, but. Yeah, but yeah, some well, of them like well, jump walls and shit. Yeah, like, 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 yeah, some of them will jump out of nowhere. It's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I'll take a picture, dude. Yeah, yeah just yeah. ask. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. fine. You don't have to like. Ju- yeah, um, uh, it, 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 it's very. And there's uh, there's enough good ones that, but then there's those few bad ones that just give the whole industry a bad like but, a bad name. Yeah, but I've also realized that you know, maybe we have Trump to thank for it, that 
we just live in a time where people have such short-term memories that like <sighs> yeah dude no one cares you know like the whole grocery i remember i was i usually i'm not i'm a pretty level-headed guy i don't yeah. react but i was Pretty a little, up. I'm pretty fired up about that bag picture. <laughs> Not a Vanessa about the whole thing. I was like, sure, that sure. just really, really bothered me. It's like, ah, right. But then, like, no one cared. You no, know, like, no, dude. You they, know? Here, here, here's how much it is. It's someone going through TMZ or Us Weekly or whatever, and just going like, oh, <laughs> Nick yeah. doesn't carry grocery bags. On, on to the next thing. Well, that's the thing. If you're, and then if they you, see one more thing about Beyonce's twins, yeah, and they're like, all right, now I'm onto that. If you're unlucky or lucky to be in the press enough that you just no one, you it just becomes. Yeah. white noise and then you know every other like afternoon trump says something ridiculous that everyone freaks out about yeah and then we're so, no one cares about me not holding grocery bags <laughs> <laughs> yeah right now right now is the time yeah. with, with 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 trump with trump as president right now is the if time you do to do stupid, all your all your not, stupid shit trump will one up you <laughs> yeah and, Hours. You, you got unfortunately. You yeah. got three years, maybe less, uh, to do to do all your stupid shit. I don't think he's gonna impeach. <laughs> it's a long ass process. It really is. It's also like, I don't know, man. I feel like there's a better chance of like Billy Bush hosting Jeopardy than there is. One hundred percent. You know, you Billy say Bush that, on his but way it, back. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. yeah, he's gonna make. He's a, already done the apology tour. If the if, apology tour, where'd he go? If Malv Ar- M- Beirut, right? M- Mal, <laughs> what's that? Who's the guy? Marv Alberts. Marv Alberts. If he can make it back, yeah, anyone can make it. Back. <laughs> I mean, and he, if you don't know, if you don't know what we're talking about, Google it. No, <laughs> Marv Albert is the famed NBA broadcaster. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, and, uh, and we and the foul. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. famously known for biting. Is it biting? Biting, maybe even some choking. Biting mm-hmm. and choking. Choking, I think, is has now been accepted in the sexual culture. Like people don't just make with a big permission. deal. It's a matter of with permission. It's just a matter of what degree. <laughs> like yeah, I ran yeah. into I ran into a guy but that I went to college with. It's just a quick t- tangent, right? In the Santa Monica Promenade, and he immediately launches into this like really. I haven't seen this dude, uh, mind you, in at least eight years, and he launches into a very sexual story. I don't know if this happens to you guys. Where you run into somebody from your past, and they just immediately go into the story, and you're like, "Hey, man, what about my face?" Said, "Hey, what's your dick been up to lately?" You know what I'm saying? I didn't care at all, and he starts getting into it, and he's like, "Yeah, man, we're going into it, and it's crazy, man. Things are getting hot, and she bent over, man, and we're going at it, and and mugging. I'm choking her and spanking her, and I'm like, dude, choking. You said like it was just like an afterthought, like it was such a part, uh, and you know, assumed part of the situation. So my point is." <laughs> Brad, I'm waiting for this. Yeah, is at what point do you think Billy Bush, <laughs> when he's hosting Jeopardy, <laughs> looks into the camera and goes, "Oh man, you really grabbed that answer by the pussy." <laughs> Probably never. Yeah, but I'm I'm hoping episode one. I hope he just gets that. Why out. is Billy Bush on the comeback tour? <laughs> because he's trying to get a job. Yeah, but I think the damage is done there. Well, I mean, well, I think I think he makes it back somehow. Yeah, at, at least also you have part an of the escape Bush. route. If you, Trump can be president, yeah. yeah, dude, isn't that the ultimate? Anything's possible. Why isn't there a Nike campaign just showing a picture of him in the White House? <laughs> I mean, They're like, just, just do it. Just, do it. just, just do it. fucking try. Yeah. Just try it. Actually, is there a new slogan? Billy Bush can't keep a but, job at Access Hollywood, but <laughs> Trump can still run. Dude, that is fucking so <laughs> crazy. But now you have that escape route. And, and you could actually go to Canada now. It, but for like. 
being afraid to disagree with it. Right. That's what Bill Burr uh, makes a big point about. He's like, he, he takes Billy Bush's side and he's like, dude, so many people have been in a situation where you're with some super rich guy and they say some weird shit and you just laugh just because you don't know what else to do. Well, yeah, you don't know what else to do and not defend it, but like not even laugh or even super rich or like you're just in an uncomfortable situation and you're like, you're like yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, yeah. And you go away like, well, that fucking guy is yeah. crazy as yeah. fuck. He did probably he did that right like, afterwards. What a pig. But I, like, I've done that. In the on moment, pl- you're yeah. just like, awkwardly like agree just to like oh i've had that on planes yeah, so many sure. times where someone's sitting next to me on a four-hour flight and he's like ah this yeah this plane would run on time if there weren't so many jews i'm like okay yeah. <laughs> and listen like and, and i think billy bush said this in a tour that like listen the right thing to do or the brave thing to do and the noble thing to do in that moment to like be like no man that's excuse me i just burped that's disrespectful, like blah blah blah. But and like, say it as you're burping. Quick, as you're burping. Quick, Brad, that's a bachelor burp. <laughs> Bottle it up. Sell it on eBay. Uh, <laughs> but like, how many people, if they're really honest in that moment, would say that they would do that? Yeah, um, unfortunately, yeah. you know, a small percentage. And yeah. I don't know if any of us here would be like, I, I would, if Trump was doing that. <laughs> I, mean, I would have called his ass out. You know, like right. I don't know. I, I'd like to think I would. Totally. But you know, you, you you don't know until you're in that you situation. You don't know until you're in that situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you see, yeah, you see it. Just you know. Um, okay, so uh, you played sports. Played sports. So was that was being a pro athlete at one point a? Uh, I mean, I would uh, I would have liked to, sure, but um, I played baseball. I ran track. I ran track in college. I wasn't going to the Olympics. You know, <laughs> is that? The, I guess for track, that's where you have to set yeah, your mind. Unfortunately, right? uh, yeah, unfortunately, I wish I would have focused more on baseball. But now you can go back and be on a Battle of the Network Stars. I mean, I guess. I'm aiming higher. Welcome back to Brad's Shitty Pitches. Hey, Ronda Rousey's on there. You could go on there. Oh man, is that really the barometer for anything right now? Sure. Boy, what a tough, what a tough break. That's right? a fall from grace, dude. Yeah. She got lit up. Greatest. Yeah. Greatest female fighter of all time, which I still believe that she is historically. One moment but then, you're an entourage, and the next minute—that's <laughs> really yeah. The next minute you're looking for an entourage. I mean, a- uh, Adrian's saying the same thing right now. But I mean, you know, you got to give her some credit because she sure, probably. She changed the game. I'm guessing and that's the thing is I don't follow MMA too well, but enough to know who she is yeah. and enough to recognize that, you know, like. Right or wrong, most people are following the the male side of the sport. Sure, and she probably took literally um, and figuratively took her punches before she really was known and recognized, and probably wasn't recognized for her value until the end of her career. Yeah, you know, and so, now, and that's why I feel like it maybe yeah. seems like she had such a short moment in the limelight because she wasn't in the you know she was being the uh, the leader and in, in, in groundbreaking in a, in a sport that you know she was the reason why it became more mainstream yeah the, o- the only reason why that video is circulating of holly holm in her last fight kicking some other girl in the face is because she's the one that knocked out yeah. ronda rousey yeah so i mean yeah she ushered in that complete she's the other pioneer sport. yeah yeah it's great have you been in fights i have not Never on the Bachelor. I've never been in a physical altercation. I've been yeah. in plenty of, of of discussions and arguments. Yeah, dude. sure. I'll, 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 I have no problem well, with dude, that. Well, dude, there was one that clip was... I remember seeing. I think it was when you announced, what, I don't know what season this was, but where uh, you told a bunch of girls that you had met Liz prior and that you'd slept with her, I think. And just put it out there. Yeah. In front of a bunch of women I was... Dating, yeah, that's, that's brave, dude. That to me was one of the funniest slash, slash craziest clips because the way they edited all the like every girl had a different like you shut the fuck up like wait a minute what 
Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I don't and think any of them really cared. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, great. Thanks for being honest. Next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean that, and that, and to yeah. to act like you're upset about something like that, where it's like, what do you think? I just popped out of Wisconsin, and I never talked to anyone before coming on this they show before. A, they threw a fast one on me when she showed up. Oh, really? I was like, oh, good to see you. <laughs> they did their research. <laughs> um, before we wrap up, um, and we're gonna end with something special, but I want to know what do you now that you are like an LA native and you're you're in it to win it out here? Like, what do you love, and what was the biggest? Challenge uh, assimilating to in LA, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it was definitely. It took me uh, a good year to appreciate LA. I think the weather wins you over coming from the Midwest for sure. Uh, it's 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 a weird city. Um, you know, coming from the Midwest, even Chicago, it has a sense of community. The people, it's you know, that's it's a tighter knit group. Mm-hmm. And LA is not even like a city; it's just a place. It's yeah, a weird place. Yeah, where everyone comes to, very few people are actually yeah. from. So. And a, yeah, and a lot of people, um, you know, and it's, L.A. is a place that attracts a certain kind of person, and some of those people, you can find good people every, anywhere, you can find bad people anywhere, but sometimes certain places will attract people who, you know, might be maybe more superficial or Los Angeles people or, being wait, superficial? Wait, 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 Big wait. talkers. I don't, know. So, I don't know if we're going to go on that limb. It doesn't have the sense of community that you I was used to having. Totally. Yeah. However, you know, I found myself, you know, I, I came to LA and people were like, how do you like LA? And I was like, it's fine. You know, that was kind of my response. But then every time I would leave and mm-hmm. like go somewhere or go visit home, I was, I've always found myself being glad I was heading back to LA. Yeah. And I kind of thought to myself, I like this place more than I like to admit it. People like to shit on LA, but it's actually, the weather certainly wins you over, but it's a chill vibe. And again, once you find good people and you can find good people anywhere, you just got to know where to look. I'm a big yeah. advocate of that, man. Yeah. People that go, I, I would say about two, three years into being here, when people were like, how do you, how do you deal with LA? Isn't everyone just so image driven and, and shitty and superficial? I'm like, first of all, there are those people everywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, totally. uh, but you know it's it's like you said man you got to find good people you got to find your spots you got to find um you know there's there's things to make you happy and, and keep you content in a place if you if you try to find yeah them. and i was lucky enough to have a couple good friends when i already moved out oh here, that helps and a they, lot mm-hmm. they knew some good people and you know i just kind of built my circle from there what do they do uh my my best friend out here he's a he's a he's he's a very talented person he's a He's he's like a. Is it Tom Bergeron? He's like a no, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be his friend. <laughs> yeah. By the way, who, who doesn't a, want to be his wait, friend? Wait, wait, by the way, what a great documentary! Yeah. Trying to be Tom, Tom Bergeron's Bergeron. best friend. <laughs> he just keeps ignoring me. Follow you around for a year. <laughs> bring him coffee. <laughs> Why not? I follow him in his Prius. Or trying um, to be Tom Bergeron. But he is a, 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 a computer programmer. He Dope. writes digital code, and he's also the vice president of digital for. Uh, production company called Spectre Vision um, and he makes horror uh, uh, horror f- video games for like they make horror films yeah. well, so, so he's in the business but not he's not like an actor you know no, he's, yeah. and it's, he's a very very talented person just great great, yeah. great guy it's not it, it's nice to have those friends that are outside the business certainly so they're not like you're not you don't feel like you're competing or you don't like it's oh yeah. I mean he's just he's more talented than I am he's a cool yeah. like every cool thing like I got the you know I got invited to Brie Larson's house because of him I got um all the, he knows he's one of those people that everyone kind of knows and wants mm-hmm. to be his friend yeah, and yeah he doesn't have to try too hard and he has his own talents and his own focus so he's um and so yeah he's a good guy 
Now, Adam, I know you wanted to do one last thing before. So look, it's before we end. It's been um, it's been discussed that uh, look, there's a lot of uh, you know a lot of girls that think they can be on on the Bachelor, right, and compete and think they would know what to do. Not and, true. Uh, not true. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I always love the people who's like you know. I was gonna go on the show, but I decided not to. It's like no, I'm, I'm like sure oh, the, so yeah. like they asked you to do it. Well, no, and they're like, well, I mean, so you went through the casting process. Well, no, I mean, I was gonna apply. <laughs> so you logged into the website. No, yeah. I didn't. I don't even have it no, the internet. No, but I mean, you know, like, I had a thought at one point of maybe doing the show in between commercials, but then I decided not to go on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Great. So um, thanks wanna... for letting me think that you're better than me. <laughs> So I want to do a little faux um, uh, situational thing where I'm basically going to try to channel every girl who has ever thought she could be on the show, and I'm going to play some really soft. Ba- well, in basket- fairness, let, let guys and girls both do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I will be the girl. Okay. And Brad, why don't you go ahead and be the announcer for the show? And my name oh, is uh, Marissa. Who's the guy with small hands? Chris. He has small hands. D- doesn't it? Th- Boy, look at you calling out a everyone, small hand. Dude. Everyone says he has small hands, and I'm like, well, I could actually do that job. Are Chris allowed, Harrison, are you allowed to do that? <laughs> Fuck yeah! Because, like, because he, because he's a faux dwarf. So I can call I, you short. I yeah, don't care. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I actually have dwarfism. He's faux short. He's yeah, not. Re- he's, he's not really short. By the way, short. faux short would be a great rapper name. Yeah. Like if a, uh, <laughs> if a dwarf says you are shorter of small hands, is that like an added insult? It really is. is. It? it really is. It's like, bro, you are so short. I, I know. <laughs> You're two and two feet taller than me, but still. Calling out Chris Harrison. <laughs> I don't know how you get through life, man. All right. What's your name, Marissa? Yeah. Okay. So you have to do the coming back from commercial. Yeah. Coming back on The Bachelor, Nick has a very special rose ceremony with Marissa. So, um, anyway, this has been, this has been so much fun, by the way. I just want to say that, first of all. Have you been having a good time? I'm a good timer. Hey, you'd probably get on. <laughs> I can get on what? If you're gonna get on you. Oh wow! Us, yeah. Are you just have um? So is it? What are you? It's such a nice night. This is. I'll be honest. This is eerie, similar to most of the conversations <laughs> oh, I had. Shit, dude. Oh, shit. That's the that's the struggle's real. Yeah. <laughs> Can you play on for like a minute? Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> but I, by the way, I love the genuine realization of you having a fucking nom flashback right now where you were just like... Next on The Bachelor, in the most dramatic rose ceremony moment ever. I've never said that before in a promo, ever. I've never said that. Uh, Marissa confronts Nick. Nick, can I just say something? I feel like when we hang out, we're not actually hanging out. Does that make sense to you? It's like... There's Corinne, and there's Martha, and there's Beatrice. You don't think I saw Beatrice, but I saw her. I just want to know, why are you with me right now? Sorry, I messed it up in my mouth. <laughs> what is it about me, Nick, that's keeping you here? Do I have to answer? Uh, Nick, no. Nick, I believe she wants an answer from you. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> There you well, go. you know what? I do care. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Marissa, how does it make you feel? <laughs> well, yeah, and then they cut to her confessional, and she goes, I feel like he said he didn't care, but I think he did care. <laughs> his not caring is caring, and that's what's going to make is, me show up outside of his room that tonight. Is, that is The Bachelor. <laughs> 
Well, if you haven't watched the show yet, there there you go. That I we just summarized every episode. But in fairness, to, yeah. it actually, in a sense, uh, how it works is that it really, you know, you know, the criticism most guys will get in life is that they don't care about the right things. Yeah, mm-hmm. they care about physical looks and you know, man, but. When you have to have conversations with people, and that's all you have, the, the ability to hold a conversation becomes top-notch currency. <laughs> I was going to ask, man, because you're a, a very good conversationalist based on, you know, this is, I think, the most, and you know, we got to chum it up a little bit on extra, but, like, how much have your conversation skills upped from that whole experience? Oh, I've, I've always, it's probably helped a lot. I've always liked to pride myself in that. I mean, yeah. I, having a sales background. you got to be a good listener. you got to sure. be a good listener. You have to ask questions. You have to, you know, want to be engaging with people but in a sales job they weren't the, the, your people on the other end weren't like hey nick um tell me about your dreams yeah <laughs> what do you think that star looks like um <laughs> when, when you were riding through thailand on the motorcycle on, on your date and you were trying scorpions what was your thoughts did you get to do that <laughs> no <laughs> it's but like you ever seen 40 year old version where steve, Car- yeah. steve Carell is well what do you how do you like it you know like every every question he had was just repeating the question she had yeah, dude she's like Phew. that's oh, unfortunately that's like, the bachelor uh, sometimes yeah. sometimes yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I love I love how that first of all you coming on appreciate it thanks for having me yeah dude and um, but your your ability to break down the show like the, uh, the 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 sweet the parts that you really like were able to pull some like cool stuff from and then also acknowledge like yeah there was some like bullshit but that's guess what that's every show man well, yeah know? it always kind of uh, and I even tried to do that a little bit on my season is to not pretend that it wasn't a weird reality TV show and it, right. was a, it wasn't a weird environment I think that's just insane to like come on the show and be the bachelor like listen this is the most <laughs> no I have thirty women and like. <laughs> Like if you ever like, it's a weird thing, but it's also a thing that can and has worked. And it, it you can meet a lot of cool people. You can you know you don't get the women. You don't have anything to do with. So you meet people that you connect with. You meet people that you don't. Yeah. Um, and it's a little. It's a. It's an exaggerated version of of life, and totally. so mm-hmm. you don't have to pretend that it's. You don't have to be like all righteous about it, and it has a lot of silliness elements to it. Yeah. And it also you know has had some cool life experiences. No shit. And, sure. And um. If I can say, I would love to get Dwarf Bachelor up and running. I don't know what sort of pull you got Little with man, ABC. Big heart. Little, Little man, man, big heart. Coming soon, this fall on ABC. Uh, Little man, big heart. 15 women, I don't seven know. tall. I don't know. If five ABC small. Would... That's not 15. I can't do math. I small think, hands. I think maybe Spike people. TV. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if we can get ABC to back that, but... All right, well then, well then that promo will be like more like this fall on Spike TV. Little man, big heart. Does he have a big penis? We'll find out. Special guest judge John Taffer. Shut it down. <laughs> That's the guy from Bar Rescue. Okay, it's pretty good. I got that. Lifetime. A- I don't know. ABC has always had that slogan where it's like ABC. None of our shows uh, expose actors uh, above five five. <laughs> They're 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 ABC is probably the most <laughs> yeah they're very with it very friendly yeah. oh really I think so yeah oh concert yeah yeah they're just family they're progressive ABC family Disney friendly. well yeah they try to be and I think they do a good job but they're, that's right they're, ABC they're, Disney. they're not Fox right well, they're not Fox yeah. toes the line but dude ABC Disney it. that should be the place that houses the show you know what I'm saying. A, you Freeform. work there. Freeform. Yeah, uh, I have worked there. Uh, Disney has been very friendly to my people in the past. 
Disney. <laughs> so, uh, I I think I think that's a good spot for. It. Did you get to meet the uh, frozen Walt Disney head? I mean, all right, we're gonna shut we're gonna shut off these mics. Are you guys happy Bachelor in Paradise is really still happening? Are we happy it's still happening? Yeah. Oh, because they're bringing it back after the scandal. It was almost didn't. What? I mean, yeah. Do we do I have to explain this one to you real quick? Yeah. What happened? Uh, a. <laughs> all right. I you need to protect the brand, so I'll be the guy. Uh, there was a incident where uh, a woman claimed that uh, this is Corinne, who is on your season, who is 30 years old and has a nanny still. All right. 23. All right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> 24. I don't know. She's not. She <laughs> said she was 30? Hell yeah. No, but, she did not. But, oh, okay. she, but she has a nanny. Anyway, uh, that's the most important thing. Uh, but she Dude, if you could said, afford a nanny, would you not have one? That In, in defense to Corinne, and I don't often do that. <laughs> but, say that sentence. Uh I would take a nanny. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, Brett, welcome back to You Wouldn't Have a Nanny? Well, if it's Mrs. Doubtfire, sure. Okay, that's a nanny. <laughs> okay. But continue. Yeah. Yes, but uh, the, she, she, she alleged that, there, uh, that she got uh, sexually assaulted oh, shit. Uh, on the show, and that is something that the, 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 the show took very seriously, and they mm. shut it down, it and they, and, but according to them, they reviewed all the tapes, and their, their verdict... Is saying that uh, she was maybe intoxicated, but not intoxicated enough to where she didn't know what was happening, and uh, she initiated. That's what I've heard as someone who doesn't watch the show, who just reads stuff on TMZ. That's what I've got. I don't know if you have any inside information. I, I, mean, I don't really have much more inside. I mean, okay. I know the people involved, and right, and and, and uh, so they're, they sh- they shut it down to make sure that it was it wasn't too it you know a crime wasn't committed. And sure. uh, they did the right thing. Uh, uh, yes, and then and now they're bringing it back after after reviewing the footage. They say the the footage will never see the light of day, which I think is appropriate and good. Uh, I mean, we we're curious, but at the same time, if the act that was described really happened, I don't think that we should see that. Well, I mean, keep in mind is ABC Disney, so they're yeah. only gonna yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bachelor in Paradise, is that just like, I mean, dude, is that just an all out fuck fest? I mean, like, what is really, ha- I mean, that just seems like. It's really not, right? And then, and again, to de- defend the show, yes. a lot was always made out of, especially given that situation, that story. Sure. Even before that, people always ask questions like, they must, like, just force feed you drinks all the time. It's like, mm-hmm. no. Like, never. Yeah. I, yeah. I was rarely ever drunk in my entire adult time. And, Alcohol is always there. Mm-hmm. It's always available. You don't have a lot to do. So some people, when they don't have a lot to do and alcohol is available, respond by drinking a lot. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's an environment that you're often nervous, or you're on edge, and sometimes those people also yeah. will consume a lot of alcohol. Yeah. Right. Other people don't as much. If you ask for water, they'll bring you water. They won't be like, do you really want a water? <laughs> or do you like, uh, like, it looks like water, but it's vodka. Like, yeah. That never happens. Um, I've only actually seen people, I've never, I've never, in my time ever even myself or seen someone be encouraged to drink more i have seen people cut off good i will say that that's uh, responsible that's great to hear yeah um you know it also and and then and then like the exaggerations of like oh all the sex that must happen on yeah yeah i mean listen people have gotten engaged people have hooked up yeah mm-hmm. um but most of the time, it's just people hanging out. Yeah, right. It's yeah. not. That's awesome. It's not like it's some orgy by any means. <laughs> yeah, it's probably it's probably your average night at a bar. Like some people will hook and, up. Well, sure. not your average night. You're on like but, an island, right? Well, yeah, it's like a at beach. an island bar. <laughs> but an without, island. without with fail, a swim up bar. Without fail, the first day of filming, <laughs> there's always one or two people who 
you know too much make, alcohol make poor decisions yeah um so yeah i mean i i'm glad you know warner warner brothers they it's it's ultimately their decision so warner brothers sure. and, and next entertainment produce the show they sell to abc um will we ever see you on another bachelor in paradise bachelor yeah, no, bachelorette I'm, no you're out i'm good to go yeah okay um you got it you got your out. fix but yeah. yeah they did the right thing um i think um and it, you know the whole time it's like it's all on tape so yeah. i don't um yeah they obviously they obviously like no to shut down a show I'll, they obviously took it seriously yep and so i gotta assume and that's the thing is once they shut it down they actually brought eyes to the event i mean they could have decided not to shut down filming done the investigation and kept going and it probably wouldn't have been the story that it is right just kind of keep it all internally had but they not right uh, so obviously i think a lot of things got probably blown out of proportion in the media and sure um, but I, th you know, from, I know the people involved, and they're good people, and I don't think they would have ever let something like that happen. Um, I like to think, yeah, I know them, and it doesn't sound like it actually did. So, yeah, if it, you would, yeah, we'd all like to think, and you certainly believe that if a crime is being committed on set, like during filming, that they would people jump would in and be in. like, hey, yeah. maybe not do that. And so, I'm sure a lot of people, you know, they drink and sometimes regret those decisions. But sure, that you know, I don't know. <laughs> And if you're going to drink and regret your decisions, make sure you make good the next morning with a Nick Chipotle burrito. Yeah. <laughs> no, what's your uh, what's your uh, men's grooming line? One, one, yeah, yeah. One oh, more the time. Polish Gent. Yeah, Polish Gent. Polish Gent. So, if you want to look like you haven't spent a night uh, drinking on drinking on an episode of Bachelor in Paradise, just say you want to look like Nick. Listen, if yeah. you want to be in your mid thirties and look twenty five. <laughs> Dude, a lot of dudes do. Can I be honest? And a lot of the dudes that say they don't haven't given They're enough thought. Liars. They're all fucking liars, dude. And that's in the commercial. Oh, really? Yeah. Just have Brad and I just look in the camera in leather jackets, no shirt, and go, oh, really? You don't want to look 25? You 40-year-old bitch. Get this cream. Don't be a pussy. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> Good night, everybody. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet.
Oh, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.